All paired up. We're back. Hello. Hello. My name's Day. My name's LJ. Welcome. <laughs> We're here. It is week four of Colton's season of The Bachelor. Which is when... As we all know, it starts getting really good. Because we're down to 13 now? Yeah. At, at yeah, we start, the end of this? yeah, we start the episode 15. So we'll dig into the whole episode, but we always like to start with some Bachelor Nation news. Which somehow there always is some, right? Every week. We always have something to say, yeah. which is kind of surprising. Um, a couple things going on. Oh, gosh, where to start? Um, Jaden Tanner revealed that they're on to Janner baby number two. So Emmy is going to have a little sister or brother, which is really exciting. And we hope uh, they're due in August. And we hope that the day does not interfere with Jared and Ashley's beautiful day of matrimony. (laughs) Because Tanner is the officiant. So everything must be on track for that. Yes. (laughs) Um, and speaking of babies, Becca, obviously not Becca with Garrett, but the other Becca from Ari's season, is about to pop any day now. Today was her due date. Ah. So I just keep checking Instagram to see if she's like, the baby's here. To which Day mentioned that she didn't find out if it was a boy or a girl. Yeah, I saw in one of her posts that she was looking forward to knowing the gender. So I'm excited. I think it might be a girl. And I think... It might be a boy, but it's hard to tell because she's so tiny. Yes. That, you know, usually you can see how a woman's carrying, but. Because what is it? If you carry higher, it's a boy. Low. I Something I like know. that. I mean, yes. Like you, I. You dangle a ring on a string oh, and it yeah. does something. I've heard I, that. <laughs> if it like twists. If it twirls. It's like so many times it's one or like, well, the other way it's a like, yeah. I watched I no a video idea. on it once. You would. I would. <laughs> I like YouTube. Um, The other thing is we found out that publicly, Chris Harrison, the man himself, is dating Lauren, I believe, Zima? Zima? Zima, Zima. It's Z-I-M-A. Who is Entertainment Tonight's number one Bachelor reporter, spokeswoman? Yeah, who dis? I don't know. I don't know who this is. uh, (laughs) Who dis? They look good together. She's 31. Yes. He's 47. Woo! If you follow us on All Paired Up Pod on Instagram, LJ has been posting all of this fun new stuff. I'm trying. So you can keep up along with us. And we'll try to post more of us also <laughs> at some point. Uh, maybe some fun little anecdotes. We want to take actual truly. beautiful pictures of yes. us at some point so we can be legit. Every time we record the pod, I'm kind of a mess. But one of these days, we will Same. <laughs> plan ahead. <laughs> that's the great thing about podcasting. It's audio. Exactly. At least our podcast is audio. Oh, audio that's right. Only. Some are video. Some are video. I always forget that. And live stream. Live? Get out of here with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what else? I think, is that everything? The other oh, thing. Oh, right. Yeah, that we... More couple updates. Would kind of touch on a little yeah. bit, which, I mean... We could honestly spend a whole episode just unpacking this, but um, Ben and Ashley I's podcast, Almost Famous, had Sean Booth, a.k.a. Caitlin's ex-fiance, on. They do this new series where they do an in-depth interview, so it's kind of separate from their normal podcast, right? They have this kind of, they've released the separate interview, and then they also have their normal podcast. And it was definitely in-depth, in my opinion. 
Not that it means anything. It was a little much. Um, Day hasn't listened to it yet. but No, I, for once in my life, <laughs> I'm behind on podcast listening. Usually it's me, but the tables turn this week. Yes. Just for this week only. It, um, they basically, it's basically a therapy session, and they start with the very beginning, even a little bit before he gets on the show, Basically, like how he got to be on the show, where he came from. It's like a it's like an e true Hollywood story of Sean <laughs> Booth, and they ask him a lot of very personal, very pressing questions about himself and Caitlin and Jason, and it. He's not a man of many words, but you can tell that he's upset, but. I feel like they also pressed him pretty hard. And I mean, the words soulmates were brought up and I feel like it was just bringing back a lot of emotions and it was a lot. And I didn't even finish the episode yet. <laughs> Sometimes I lose track of where everyone came from right? In, in, for Bachelor stuff. Yeah. Because Ben and Sean were both on Caitlyn's season. Right. So Ben was along for that ride exactly. of Sean and Caitlyn falling in love pretty much up until the end. Yeah. Right? So uh, I don't know how much that came up, but I'm sure Ben has his own perspective of how it unfolded, at oh, least yeah. in the beginning. Obviously not the last three years of them being in a real relationship. Right. No, they definitely touched on that. And which is the fun part is that it obviously was very personal to both of them. But because then Ashley, I was on Crystal's season with Caitlin. Exactly. So both of them. Um, and Ashley, I kind of well. prefaced the episode. She actually said that she felt a little awkward because she is friends with Caitlin from being on the season. And I think right. she even kind of tried to just say how weird she felt about it all because. You know, she's like, I've met Sean before several times, but obviously Caitlin's one of my really good friends, and this is a little awkward. I mean, sh that word was the theme in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it was a little uncomfortable. I'm sure, I can't wait. Their most recent podcast actually kind of addressed the episode, so I'm really excited to hear if people felt the way I did, if they felt the opposite. I read a lot of Instagram comments. People were just, like, obsessed with Sean after hearing it. Um, hmm. What I was telling Day is it's really hard because everything we're hearing from Caitlin recently on her podcast and social media is just how insanely happy she is. And we've heard these really intense claims from her. Like she went on The Bachelor to meet Jason and that they're just this wonderful match and she's radiating and people notice how happy she is. And so then to kind of have Sean come on and just say like, I lost my best friend. It's just a complete 180 it's, it's a lot. It's too bad so much time has passed because not too long ago, we heard Caitlin crying on her podcast, right. talking about how hard it was. And now for Sean to do this interview, right when Caitlin has kind of, she's happy again. Right. Is kind of too bad because it it's is. just this huge contrast, whereas just a month and a half ago, they would have both been crying talking about it, probably. Exactly. So it sounds like Caitlin really tackled, if you will, kind of addressed the relationship, kind of did her thing, and obviously is now with Jason. And it sounds like Sean is kind of just now addressing it. 
And he, you can kind of hear him go through it where he's like, I haven't really talked about it. I've kind of been ignoring it. So they've handled it so far very differently. And now as Bachelor Nation, we're seeing that and it's very choppy and awkward and uncomfortable. And I don't really want to talk more about it because it's, I'm, I'm really happy for Caitlin and I really like Jason and yeah. I want Sean to be happy, but you'll have to listen to the episode. Yeah, we can... Uh talk about it even more once we've finished everything once yes. we finish it and i get caught up and yes it's a process breakups are hard and, and <laughs> you don't know all the details and no who, i mean they said it was mutual but th- someone's gotta be the first one to say you know what we might just be done yep and you can reach that agreement together but no matter what I'm sure one person was a little more responsible than the other. Yeah, absolutely. They have complicated lives. They both yeah. have a lot going on, which is awesome. They're both super successful. So that's amazing. And we wish them all best. And I'm sure we will revisit this at another <laughs> point because how can you not? Yes. So um, enough of everyone else we no longer care about. <laughs> Okay. Now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you later. Now on to Mr. Underwood. Oh. Oh. Colton? Colton. Hey, Colton. The stud muffin himself. Where'd you go this week? Um. Oh, I was start- I should have done a deeper <laughs> voice, but then I, that would have turned out really embarrassingly. Um, we went to Singapore. Wow. A really exciting. For the first time in the history of The Bachelor. Oh. <laughs> and they usually hang around North America. Yeah. But they were like, no, bye, gotta go. Yeah. They usually are Peace like, oh, out. Canada. Becca went to, they went to Park City. Sometimes we'll see like Banff and Canada. Well, some, you know, we'll just see some other yeah. places. And Ari they were just like. was Arizona. Yeah, they Tahoe. went to his home even. Yeah. We just went straight on to Singapore, which I, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. Let's because do it. It kind of feels like the season just keeps on going. Let's eat fish eyes. Oh, my God. For good luck. Shout out to Nicole for just like being a champ and just being like, yeah, I liked it. It tastes like chicken. I'm like, you go, girl. That was amazing. Um, So the one thing I have to talk about before we really get into the episode, just really quickly, because obviously it'll come up later. I really loved how produced they made the intro before they go to Singapore, where Chris Harrison calls Hannah Kaylin. Oh, my God. And I was like, this hurts, even Uh... though I know it's fake. Oh, God, it just hurt me so badly. I wrote it down because I was so, I thought it was funny, but also I was just like, really? And then Chris asks, like, how's it going, everybody? And then yeah. is like, well, a lot of things were said about me that I didn't deserve or whatever. And <laughs> I'm thinking, like, that's, is that what Chris asked? Oh, man. But I'm sure they wanted to remind everybody what's going on. Absolutely. But there's a happy ending there. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, temporarily. Oh, do you think there's more to come? I think there's always more to come because it's The Bachelor. Um, Only one woman wins day. Oh, (laughs) wow. No, I'm just kidding. Usually most people actually win in The Bachelor, to be honest. But anyway, um, so they go to Singapore. They do. Hannah G asks, where is Singapore? Oh, boy. Because... We here in America are very, very skilled in geography. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite Bachelor moments. I don't remember her name. 
uh, but they go to New Mexico. Mm. <laughs> and she packs like bikinis. Oh my God. And sun hats. And it's like, uh, Viva New Mexico. <laughs> on the coast like oh oh and she's like i've never been out of the country before yes and then that was Ari's season i think was it i think so so then she ends up in paradise no it was earlier oh it was before ari maybe next season i feel like it was recent but she ends up on paradise and she's in Mexico and she like gets lost. Like she her, the bus drops her off for the wrong side. there's like this whole montage of her no oh. it's a blonde woman. Oh I, she's forgettable except for how dumb she is. Except (laughs) for, so she's in Mexico and she's like, Aloha, Mexico. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This woman cannot get it straight. Yikes. So Hannah G finds out where Singapore is because she goes there. So that's exciting. It was a very short clip. Yes. We're Singapore. They just just move on. Just. That's all you need to know. It's like, let's show them on the plane now. Okay. Yep. Here we are. Uh, very exciting. The episode starts out with Tasha, And I think Tasha is just a freaking rain of sunshine. She, it is, I don't think it's really possible to not like her. If someone didn't like her, I would not trust them as a person. Yes. She's very oh, bubbly. So sweet. And yeah, just uh I was really impressed with, so they obviously go bungee jumping. That's not a spoiler. She was, the but when they saw it, she was like, okay, I'm ready. Like she got nervous, you know, more nervous the closer they got to actually jumping. But she was so game. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. She was more ready than Colton was, which yeah. I think is kind of the theme of the season, which is that Colton doesn't know what he's doing and it's kind of endearing. And he has these great group of women that are like, all right, let's try it. (laughs) She was a champ. And he talked about how when he was playing football, he would never do stuff like this because obviously you don't want to risk getting hurt or something weird happening. So he seemed really excited to not have that constraint anymore. And just like, I'm going to go for it. This will be cool. (laughs) Exactly. Um, They both do their thing. Um, one thing that really hurt me, I don't know if you noticed this, she jumped feet first, which like you're supposed to not do because, you know, like if you jump oh, feet first, yeah. oh my God, I don't know if anyone else saw that. It looked so painful because you're supposed to like dive, right? like, you know, like you're supposed to kind of fly off. Like, yeah. Fall oh my forward. God. And she went head first and then. Obviously, feet the, first. or feet first, yeah. and then obviously the clip is like two seconds, but you can kind of see it like yanking her up, and oh my god, it just looked so bad. I was like, this poor woman. <laughs> I felt so bad for her, but they did it. They did it. <sighs> I like how they're like on a beach talking about doing the bungee. They do the bungee, <laughs> and then they're making out on the beach. Because seconds later. The Bachelor. And then they're in the water making out. It's just a lot of making out. A lot. In the water. They have some chemistry. They do. Hot, hot, hot. Um, during their serious portion of their date. Dinner. D- dinner, yes. Which they'd never eat. This um, is the episode where every woman says something that's not easy to say. I mean, it's true. And... I mean, I kind of like it. 
I mean, I don't like that they have to, these things to say, but like, I like to actually get to know them. I have something to tell you. <laughs> By the end, I'm just like, Colton is just, you brace yourself, buddy. Yeah. Like, here comes another one. He's he doesn't know it. He doesn't know what's happening. All the way down to the cocktail party. He yeah. got it. Just one thing after another. But anyways, Tasha. So Tasha um, confesses that she was divorced. Yes. And it was her first ever boyfriend. They were together for six years. Um, it sounds like she did everything in her little spirit to make it work, which I 100% believe anything she would say. So... I believe her. And uh, it sounds like it was really hard on her, which is understandable. Um, it sounded very recent. It did. She said, like, this has been a hard year, or this last year has been hard. Or maybe, I don't know, it wasn't clear when the divorce happened. I don't, now that you say that, I didn't even honestly think about this at the time. I don't think she's very old, um, which makes sense. So that would be uh, yeah, a Yeah, I don't thing. think she's in the cougar den. No. <laughs> Let's see. I wonder if it says on the interwebs. Okay, so she's 28. So she's oh, she, she is, is in, in the, the cougar, cougar den. den. She looks so young. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so um, oh my god, that was <laughs> that's a mad cougar. It sure was. That was a cougar on the prowl. That's uh, Tracy. <laughs> oh my god, we. <laughs> Poor um, Tracy gets no airtime unless she's crying oh or glaring at Dummy. Um, so anyway, so Tasha was divorced. And so obviously, let's say they got divorced last year. That means they were, what, like 21 when they got together and 27 when they got divorced or something like that. So pretty hard on her. And Colton kind of reciprocates and said that his parents are divorced. So, you know, in his Colton sweet way, he was like, I'm not here to judge. Every situation's different. That was her big confession. She gets the rose. They go on this amazing Ferris wheel and then just make out. End scene. The date's done. They make out in beautiful Singapore. And then we have this hilarious group date in which, oh, yes. No, I just realized. What? Does no one have a kid? No. Not that we know of. Is that is that fir- that's not a first, but like that's pretty rare. That's usually around this time You're when right. everyone starts confessing. Like Chelsea, like, you need to know this. Chelsea's about like, me. I have a son. Yeah. And then Amanda's like, I have two girls. I'm just re- reenacting them yeah. clearly. Um, I don't think they do that we yeah. know of. Wow. All right. No Laurens and no women with kids. Yeah. All okay. Right. All right. Um, so they go on this group date in which they explore Singapore, which. Of course, involves trying local cuisine. There are 13 women on this shopping date. That is a pack of ladies. That A pack. I like that. That's a lot of women. So Demi, shocking, is trying to get as much attention as possible. She jump. Whoa, excuse me. Hiccup. Um, <laughs> she jumps on Colton's back, and he gives her a piggyback ride through the market. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing, when they get to this point where they start trying food is Courtney says, is this even up to code? Is it FDA approved? Yes. The Federal Drug Administration does exist in Singapore. Yeah. When you go to Southeast Asia, there's a lot of things that aren't legal here. Right. (laughs) So that was a little funny. I'm pretty sure there's not a leech lady in America either that I know of. (laughs) I would love 
talk about, and again, like produced, obviously, but how they put the leech on Hannah. And then she was like, oh, I thought Kaylin was at home, but the leech followed me here. (laughs) And it's just like on her ab. (laughs) It's just like hanging out on her abdomen while she's like casually talking to the camera in her romper. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Um, So clearly, clearly they were just like, okay, Hannah. Where the duct tape is on the ground, stand there. We're now going to put a leech on your stomach. Okay, now say a snide remark about Kaylin. Okay, ready, go, camera's rolling. And then they were just like, thanks, let me grab the leech. And then they let her go about her day. (laughs) I'm surprised the women weren't more freaked out by the whole leech thing. People jumped in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to trust the leech lady, I guess. Yeah, so we've got leech lady eating food, uh, bullfrogs. They eat bullfrogs. Oh, yeah, that was a little weird to me. Uh, Cassie and Colton sit down for like a little psychic reading thing. Oh, my God. And they're like, in a past life, you were his sister. Oh, my God. uh, So they have an awkward conversation about that later. But... They reiterate, well, in a past life. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> um, I just have to say, I, I, okay, I'm 100% on Team Cassie right now. I just love her. Yeah. I think she's so great. We haven't seen much of her, but I loved their, like, makeout session and the cocktail party, or I guess the end of this group date. Yeah. It was... It was spicy. And she brought up the joke. Yep. She was like, oh, my brother. <laughs> like, Well, he said something <laughs> like, that didn't, that wasn't oh, yeah, like kissing, that my, like kissing my sister. Yeah. And oh, my God. But like his hand was like fully on her whole leg. It was so cute. I am 100% on this train right now. And you know, she's invested because at one point she's crying because of, uh, of something Colton's doing with. Demi yes. or you know something about the group date She's it was like, I'm um, not used to having to watch the guy i liked i think this. it was kaylin's date i think i thought it was kaylin's oh, date right. it was after when kaylin got back that's right and uh she was really upset and it really made me sad yeah. anyway we can come back to that i just wanted to say that i really like cassie cassie's, and the fortune reading was funny cassie's awesome and uh hannah ate a fish eye oh, for good luck oh my god She'll try a bite of anything once. Because why not? Yeah. Alabama Hannah. And she's concerned that Colton's avoiding her throughout the group date, which he probably was. (laughs) I think he kind (laughs) of said that he was. He was like, if I was being hard on you, it's just because I like want, you know, I want it to work and blah, blah. And once again, I'm impressed with how Colton's handling this. Yes. Because he tells Hannah later, um, Again, it must have been the night part of that date. He decided that it's okay with him if they don't get along. Yeah. They don't have to like each other. And he is just going to not let it interfere with the relationships. Yeah. two separate people. He has different relationships with each of them. They don't have to get along. Period. Done. So mature. Love it. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Who did Ari? When did Ari come in here? What, did I say I love that? No, I did. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh no, did I do it without thinking? Um, love so it. <laughs> Gotta was, have it. That was, oh. Now, now we're at uh, Cold Stone. 
I was gotta gotta have it. That's what I first thought of. Like it, love it, gotta have it. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Same Um, for me. Here's a tip. We digress. (laughs) I almost started to. I'm just here to derail. Do you know Um, the song? Uh, I don't think I do anymore. I didn't work there, but my best friend did in high school, so. I would give her tips to make her sing because oh I was boy. apparently a shitty ass friend in high school. Sorry, Beth. Did she get toned like her arms from all? I the was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Because they really whip the ingredients around and like she was already smack pretty thin. And so smack the ice cream with those paddles. We're going to go back to the bachelor. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention on the group date is um, and they showed it so briefly. And so I wish they showed it more. But. Katie bought Colton chopsticks. They got matching chopsticks, which was really cute. And then for about 0.5 seconds, they show Sydney wearing gloves, like wrapping Colton in gauze. <laughs> Did you see this? No. It was, it was honestly probably like four seconds. And then she goes, it's the mummification technique. And I was like, what in the fresh hell is going on? How did I miss this? Like chopsticks and makeouts. And then Sydney's like, let me wrap your arm in gauze. <laughs> they showed it so briefly, which I was kind of bummed about because I really wanted to know what the purpose was because she's not a nurse. It's not like she was doing something that, that was a like dancing technique. Yeah. I'm like, are you showing how to like wrap an injury? Like he was an athlete. Like it was very weird. Hmm. But I wrote it down because I was like, what is going on? Sydney's so. trying, but that's fizzling. Yeah. I, I, I don't think she'll be around much longer. I don't think so either. That was uncomfortable <laughs> to watch. The mummification technique. I was like, excuse okay. me? And then um, Hannah, was it Hannah G? Hannah G was, I think it was Hannah or maybe it was Hannah B, was like reading his palm and was like, you will, I think she was saying like, you will give Someone named Hannah B. A Rose or something like that. And I was like, I think he'd rather just make out. How do you think of that? All right. (laughs) So it was a little uneventful. Uh, But all in all, I mean, a successful group date. It's at this point when Demi opens about her mom, which we as the audience already know about her being in prison. But she does say that her mom was in fact released. um, And... That was probably the first like genuine conversation we've seen from Demi, which again we as the audience already knew, but it was nice to see her open up to him and about a real subject, which she even said was hard and you could tell was hard. So I was actually really happy to see this real ounce of a human in Demi. And he really appreciates seeing another side to her. He does. And it really shows her her love of family. True. Wow, that was so well said. It's at this point that the Demi and Courtney drama begins. <sighs> Which Courtney, who who is this? <laughs> Savage. It was so here's the I have thing. no patience for the Courtney's of the world that come on The Bachelor. Here's the thing, like I really like Courtney. Before this, I would have been like, Courtney is amazing. I hate Demi. Get out. Demi at one point was trying to give her 
legitimate advice. Demi is all of a sudden no longer a character and a full-on human person in this episode. (laughs) Right. They show her having real conversations that Mm -hmm. aren't just sound bites, aren't just snotty remarks, aren't just insults. And they actually show her encouraging Courtney to to get her time with Colton and making sure that... She's able to talk to him. She's upset that right. he hasn't specially come and gotten her yet, but he's right. gone, gotten some of the other girls, and, and she's waiting patiently to respect the other woman. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The girl that sits on the couch waiting patiently doesn't get the rose, doesn't get the guy. They go home. That's Have it. you seen <laughs> this show? It's not hard. Go do that awkward, can I steal him for a second and talk to him? And instead of doing that, Courtney was all up in her head and says that she genuinely thought that she was going to get a one-on-one in Singapore. Don't know how that came to be in her head. I'm sure everyone exactly. ha- thought they you would get the one-on-one. You and the other 14 women here, my who friend. Haven't had a, yeah, who haven't had a date so, like you said, Demi is trying to give her legitimate advice. Go talk to him. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. But instead, Courtney doesn't and basically throws a bitch fit about it. She even says, like, I'm just going to wait. It's like, that's your conclusion? Like- so then Demi comes back and she pulls Demi to confront her rather than talking to Colton. So Demi goes and talks to Colton a second time. Yes. And because she's Demi. Yeah. And and I think she just figured, well, if Snoozy lose, yeah, he, exactly. if he's available, I'm gonna go get him. And someone else comes back and says, you know, Courtney, people are starting to get like second rounds. It was Kerpa. Kerpa. Who they don't even show their conversation yeah. except for this How moment. Kerpa's still here. Yeah. So she is like, yeah, people are starting to talk to him a second time. You better get out there. And she's like, yeah. who? And of course, it's Demi. And right. she gets all mad. Even though, again, Kerpa was trying to encourage her and say, okay, go now. Go yeah, talk to him. Yeah, it wasn't anti-Demi. No, it was, just, it was just like, go talk hey, to him. now's the time. This We've all cue. talked to him. Exactly. So, but once again, Courtney in her head, she's like, he must know he hasn't talked to oh me Oh, my yet. gosh. It's exactly. like, probably not. He There's has no idea. people on this date. Do you think no. he's like, okay, I've talked to 11. Who do exactly. I have Exactly. Like, no, he's, he's just, just sitting letting there and the women come to him. Exactly. So I really like Courtney. I think she's really stunning and talented and really beautiful. But at this point, as an audience member, I'm pissed because I'm like, all right, you missed your shot. You can no longer complain, but you're going to. And she confronts Demi, and then it turns into this whole class comparison and age comparison. And even though Courtney was calm and did not attack Demi like Demi thinks she did, which is where Demi gets a little childish. Um, Courtney obviously should have talked to him, and that's no one's fault but her own. So Demi gets a group date rose and is basically like, ha-ha, I got it. It paid off. So that was pretty funny. Um, We will come back to this because it obviously comes back later. Uh, But we like to go in chronological order because we're us. Sorry. We try. We try. When we're not bouncing around like crazy. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 
Um, so then we get to the serious part of the episode. Well, actually, like you said, there's a lot of serious parts of this episode mm-hmm. um, where Kaylin and Colton go on their date. A shopping spree. Yes. And she looked incredible in literally every single one of those pieces. Every single outfit. Every single one. And they were unique dresses, too. Yes, that first one, the black um, with the fringe. If I would have seen that on a hanger, I would have thought this would not look good on anybody unless it was like (laughs) Naomi Campbell or like some supermodel. Oh, my God. Kaylin puts it on and looks like a million bucks. And you could see it was actually really sweet how into her Colton was. He was just like in awe. And it was so sweet. And uh, it was it was really kind of a nice way to balance out, obviously, what we found out later, the heavy part of the date. This is beautiful shopping spree. She comes back to the suite. She has like 80,000 shopping bags on her arms and all the girls are just like green with envy. (laughs) Which again, pretty weird to come back to the house like in the middle of the date. Yeah. Because then she gets ready and goes back out. Let me drop off my thousands of dollars of clothes. Yeah. Which by the way, the way they phrase it, and I remember this because Nick took uh, Corinne on a really similar date. In I think it was in Miami or yeah. in Florida. I think it was her hometown. It might have been. Wasn't it her idea? Like, let's go shopping. Probably, because Corinne. But she gets him an outfit. Yes. Remember? Because yeah. Corinne obviously had plenty of money. Yeah. But same thing with that date. is it, They made it sound like the men paid for the items. Which I would love to actually know if that's true or not. This came up on Rachel's season two with the oh, watch. Right. Remember the Swiss watches? Right, that she and uh, Brian got. But these two incidents, so yeah. my, um, Nick taking Corinne and then Colton taking Kaylin, I mean, they in some way alluded to the fact that it was on their dime. And so I really want to know if that's true or not, because neither of those dates were cheap <laughs> at all. And I would love to know if they actually, if that was something they knew of before, beforehand or if the show said, okay, you have X amount of money. I would just love to know about that. But yeah. that's just a side thought. Um, so she looks like J-Lo. She looks like a million bucks. She comes back to their suite in Singapore. It all sounds like a, sounds like crazy rich Asians or something. Um, and then obviously we hear this really, truly heartbreaking story, um, that Kaylin delivers absolutely flawlessly. She just spits it out. As if she's reading her own memoir or something. She just yes. does. Once she starts, she doesn't stop. And it just kept going. I mean, the details. I lost track, honestly, of everything that happened. It was just, like you said, heartbreaking. I wrote it down because I... A lot happened. A lot happened. There were multiple women involved. There were multiple yes. men involved. There were pictures that were taken there were yep. drugs i a lot it's unfortunately something that happens way too often especially in a college atmosphere um basically she and two of her friends got way too drunk essentially blacked out um all three were assaulted basically she woke up i think she said she woke up with no clothes on um the worst part was she said she went to the police she went to the hospital the first hospital turned her away the second hospital, the kit was inconclusive. Because too much time had passed. Too much time had passed because the first hospital turned her away. 
Um, and after all was said and done, only one of the men got expelled and the others got away with it. And she, just like Elise telling the story of her sister, she did not even shed a tear. And I don't even know how that happened because if I were in her shoes, I would have been a wreck. So she was so strong and just, like you said, she just spit it out. And my first thought was, how is Colton going to react to this? Because yeah. that is something so heavy and so personal. And he did it flawlessly. Not that that's like a scholastic achievement, but he did mention that he was previously with someone who was sexually abused. And I can only imagine that as someone in Kaylin's position, like in a weird, really twisted way, that that would be comforting. Mm-hmm. That, you know, she said, I feel really safe with you. Oh, my God, the thought of it, like, gives me shivers. <laughs> but he, I really love that he said that because he didn't have to say that. You know, he could have just, you know, said, I'm sorry, which, of course, he did. But I really liked that he mentioned that because I just can imagine it kind of gave her this weird sense of security. Like, oh, he's been in a similar situation. I didn't scare him away. You know, he doesn't think I'm like tainted property or something. He even said, I hope you know you're safe with me. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly. Didn't he allude to him still being a virgin had something to do with being with this woman? He did, I think. It was a little, it got murky all of a sudden. Yeah. I was like, why did you mention this? (laughs) It, it, It suddenly felt like that was the person he probably would have lost his virginity with but oh, because she I didn't had think about these that way. issues I did not think I, about I, that way oh that's right because I think it was I guess it was a girlfriend that's true yeah I don't know I it like I said it got kind of murky because all of a sudden I feel like he said all these things and I was like wait what what was he just saying yeah I think he was trying to relate but yeah obviously it's I would have to something that's hard to watch it again to I felt the same way because I thought really I'm gonna bring the, the virginity now but you're probably right. I'm sure he thought that he was trying to tie it in somehow with his, you know, the previous woman he was with. Um, what really surprised me is Kaylin said she didn't tell, I shouldn't say surprised me, but Kaylin mentioned she didn't tell her mom for almost a year. Yeah. Um, and then her mom just like went up to bat for her, which I think is even more of an incredible thing to say on national television because we know that millions of women have been through this and uh, I really like that she mentioned that her mom was like all right let's get to work (laughs) so um it was heavy and to be honest with all these seasons of The Bachelor I think it's interesting I don't really remember hearing of a similar story before and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you know no one had one or it wasn't shared but obviously one that wasn't shared so publicly mm-hmm. you know what I mean is they aired the date um and I think the timing is really appropriate with obviously everything that's going on in our society right now and that night before I watched the episode I saw a couple headlines that people had written the bachelor actually has meaning tonight and people oh really yeah you said it got spoiled for you um it did yeah <laughs> it did right before I got to watch it because on the west coast we have to wait till eight o'clock which is a bummer but um, people were really, really pleased with the meaning behind it. And uh, they thought that it was a really good platform for this message because obviously it is about a show of 
a bunch of women competing for a man and vice versa, you know, and um, that it's important to mention. So, whew, it was a lot. I definitely, I watched it at work, which Day knows, <laughs> and I was definitely tearing up and I was trying to keep Aww. it together, but she was just so unwavered in the telling of this story that I think that's what amazed me the most. Just like Elise and her sister, just so calm. Just like you said, they just wanted to kind of say it and say their piece and be done. I think it clearly looks like she's able to separate the horrific event from like the emotional part of it and the like um, bringing it to light part. Yes. I'm not saying what I want to say I know very what you well, mean. but say what you need to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. John Mayer came to the table. Uh, your body is a wonderland. <laughs> Different song. Wait, actually, that's a great transition. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Can I make this transition? Yes. So transition. After this heavy date, speaking of your body's wonderland, um, Hannah G and Colton just like go for it. On the bed. And she's just like on top of him. And I was like, oh, In his okay. hotel room. That was, it was steamy. It was something. So apparently he thought her body was a wonderland. That's my note. It's pretty much my only note from the cocktail party. Obviously <laughs> there was drama and stuff, but Hannah G, bed makeout. They went for it. And it was steamy. It was a little, I don't want to say Fifty Shades, but like it was a little <laughs> steamy. It was really the first, I mean, it was absolutely the first time we've seen that kind of like, she's on top of him. <laughs> Usually there's no bed. Right. Until the like, fantasy suite. R- yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like there's been a couple instances where we've seen a bed. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess the one that comes to my mind is uh, Nick and Caitlin and their whole like, yeah. we did it. <laughs> yeah, but that was off, but like, yeah, that, that was a separate. That's true. That wasn't part of the date of like, hey, come to my room. That's true. Talk yeah. And he party. just like brought her right to his room. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he was on a mission. He had, uh, he probably knew. I mean, he obviously knew what he was in for. So, yeah. All right. He did it. Um, And then the other part after that is. Kaylin pulls Hannah and they decide to bury the hatchet. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this, honestly, because on one hand, I was like, oh, good, finally, we're done, yay. But it also didn't, they edited it in the way that it just didn't really seem like, it was just seemed kind of fake. And again, this is a reality TV show, so yeah. that's purely just what me as an audience member is seeing, but... Caitlin or Caitlin was just like, I just want to put this behind us and blah blah, and then you know it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. Okay, yay! Like it just is a little yeah. Like we used to be friends. Yeah. Now we're not. Right. Things are awkward. Let's move on. Okay. Thanks. Hug. Yeah. It was. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously. I think me and every other person in America are happy to be past this drama, but yeah, didn't seem to have a lot of substance, but. Maybe that was just me, but if it means that we're free from the drama on the show, I'll take it. So be it. So be it. Reroute right on back to Demi and Courtney. Part two. Now, this is where I think Demi 
mm-hmm. does show her immaturity and decides to say that Courtney is the cancer of the house, which I, I wish I was joking, but when I first saw this whole trailer, I thought that they were talking about like astrological signs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like she's a cancer. And then because I was like, she can't actually say like she's a cancer of this house. Like who could this be? So and what does that even mean? Those were some very strong words. And a little, a lot unnecessary. Obviously, Demi believed it because when they asked who said it, she raised her hand right up. But I just felt like it was a little much. And uh, it was. Courtney, this kind of begins their back and forth where Courtney is like, this is a game and Courtney's here to win. And this whole kind of saga. And that's when Demi goes, she's the cancer of the house. And Oh, really and, nothing comes of it. And once again, Colton's approach is to just go to Courtney and tell her exactly what Demi said. Hey, Courtney, Demi says you're the cancer of the house as if she knows wh- what that, why, oh my God. you know, it's I was like, like my I dude. don't know, Colton, like this is the second time you're just like, so this person said this about you. Yeah. And you're just like, uh. It's a little uh, off-putting. Uh, okay. Because usually the men or women try to pat it a little bit and they're like, oh, you know, I actually heard that, you know, someone mentioned that you might have been blah, blah, blah. But Colton was just like, no, this person said this about you. And you what do they mean? Her? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I, he doesn't do a good job at being a mediator, which, mind you, it's not his job. But it, I don't know. If the, my problem with it was is, spoiler alert, Courtney goes home. But I, I truly do wonder if, if that's what kind of put the nail in the coffin. Like, I wonder, in this instance... Would she have gone home if Demi didn't say that? Because I feel like she might have stayed, to be honest. Mm. But obviously, that's something that, you know, we don't know. But it I just don't makes think me they wonder. had a strong enough connection. I don't think so either. But I also think that about like half the women that are still left. Yeah, and so. it's hard because <laughs> this is another example of, okay, she's on the group date. And who knows how many interactions they had throughout the group date. But they don't talk at the night portion. Right. And then now the cocktail parties, they're time to talk. And now they're talking about this Demi business. Exactly. And then Colton does have to think about Demi. Like, well, shoot, I hope she's here for the right reasons and all this. Because right. she already has the rose. So now Courtney, you know, it's just. Exactly. She said, she said. <laughs> to Courtney's point, though which I get where she's coming from. She's like, why would Demi spend so much time talking about me if she already has a rose? Which I, I kind of get. And obviously she, we know she didn't spend the whole time talking about her, but yeah, to Courtney's point, like she didn't need to worry about her or anything. You know, it was purely right. just because she Demi didn't threat. like her. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me wonder if they had additional drama in the house. Right. Because they, I mean, or I guess hotel at this point. <laughs> Yeah. But they haven't shown much of anything happening at the house or hotel. Most of this season so far has been on the dates. Yeah. We've seen very little of them. That's actually one of the things that I look forward to as seasons go on or, you know, the the episodes progress is you get to see what happens when 
you know, four women are out on a date and then there's three back at the house. I really like seeing that. We mm-hmm. haven't gotten that much yet. Um, so it really blows up in Courtney's face. Obviously, she gets sent home. Um, so does Tracy, which... Both of Demi's... Uh, yeah, her worst enemies. Yeah. Though in Demi's words, she would have been happier if Tracy stayed over Courtney at this point. She's like, I beef with Tracy, but at this point, I think Tracy deserves to be here more than Courtney. But then Demi somehow gets two women with zero roses. I can't recall a single time Tracy... like I don't even remember a moment between her and Colton. We honestly haven't really seen anything from Tracy, from Kerpa, um, from Sydney. Is Kerpa going to be one of those like... Makes it a long way and you never know. Like Lauren on Ari season where all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? (laughs) He's madly in love with that woman that we've hardly seen? (laughs) I mean, at this point, I feel like we honestly, even Heather, we haven't really seen much with Heather yet, which... yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, not spoiler alert, but it sounds like we might see some more from her next episode. Do but um, uh, Ooh, first kiss. But uh, even a lot of these women we haven't even really honestly seen much with other than them like in a group date. So I feel like we really only know like the Hannahs and we obviously saw Elise and Demi and Tasha. I feel like there's only really a handful. And even so. Tasha, this was like This was the, the first, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed this. I thought it was really cute. One of the things I love about rose ceremonies is you can kind of start to see who's actually friends in the house. So I thought it was really sweet when Colton called Heather up for the rose. When Heather came back to walk back up with the women, um, Demi offered her her hand and then like kissed it. Did you see that? No. It was really sweet. And so they're obviously friends. And then, um... Gosh, I think it was Hannah B and it was Hannah B and Demi at the end. Hannah B like kind of has her arm around Demi. Mm, I did see that. Wow. Okay. So I think it's cute to see the friendships that form because we all know that there's so many bachelor friendships out there from all kinds of seasons. So I really like to see. I just thought it was so cute when Demi just like kissed her hand. It was so sweet. Because there definitely ends up being more friendships than relationships. Boom. (laughs) It's true. Um, It's very true, though, which I think is probably one of the best parts about The Bachelor after, you know, the season's end. After the final rose. Oh, wow. How did I not (laughs) think of that? I'm ashamed of myself. That's why there's two of us. It's true. Just the two of us. Oh, yeah. Sing it. (laughs) Should that be our outro? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so I thought that was really cute. I like... I like to kind of write down those cute moments because sometimes they're so fast that you just don't see them. You know, they're just kind of cut in there. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's so eloquent. Oh, my God. Um, I have to make up for some of the banter (laughs) from earlier in the episode. That made no sense. It's okay. We got there. all my words. (laughs) We got there. And um, so already noted, you know, I already said this, but Courtney and Tracy went home. There's 13 women left. 13. It's starting to slowly dwindle. And they're going back to Thailand. Oh, my gosh. You called it. They're going to Thailand again. You predicted it. When we talked before the season start started, we were like, where would they go? And I think you said Thailand. I'm pretty sure you did. 
probably because you just went there last well, year. Well, and I know, well, they went on Becca's season. So I was trying to think of like all the places they've been recently. But yeah, back to Thailand. It looks yeah. like they're mainly on the islands, like little private islands. Looks Yay. so beautiful. I'm really excited. Um, like I said, week four is really when I feel like you kind of know the women a little bit. There's always some drama. And then week four is really when things start to kind of take off. Um, literally, <laughs> I went on an airplane. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, when things start to take off, relationships start to take off. We heard a lot of whispers and peeps about if it continues this way, I could fall in love. You were already starting to see that. So I don't know if that's particularly early, but it feels a little early to me. Um, we've heard that from yeah. a few women. So um, I'm really excited. Colton has such a phenomenal group of women. I mean, as I look at this list, I'm like, I could see so many of them working out. With that said, I can also see a lot of these women going home. <laughs> Because we just haven't seen a super strong connection compared to others. But honestly, I'm really, I'm well, I'm really excited to see what happens with Heather next week. With that said, I don't think it's strong enough to go very far at this moment. No. I really like Cassie. I really like Hannah G. To be honest, I feel like those are my favorites. I honestly feel like they're going to be my top two. And it's just as I'm looking through this list of these 13 yeah. women, I'm like... You know, I just, I see the connections forming. And I just, I, I love that Colton wears his heart on his sleeve because you can just see how he feels, which I'm actually really excited to see how that plays out the later into this season it gets. When does he jump the fence? Oh, yeah, what the heck? When does he run away in the dark? <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I hate when there's I a lot things. of crying and like, <gasps> I can't believe. <gasps> and it's just like, that was what? really good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, clearly they're international. Did someone fall out of the bed. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! Soon? Is it going to be that stupid? <laughs> oh no! I didn't think about that. I mean, honestly, probably. Um. Yeah, I just feel like he does have a good group of women. Um, oh, I really like Katie, too. Anyway, yeah, um, a lot of wonderful women, but I definitely, I think there's a clear, like, I think there's some clear front front runners right now. Um, I thought you were going to say friendships. Well, yeah. I mean, there's clear we're friendships. We were talking about friendships earlier, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He's made a lot of friends so far. <laughs> I think he's made 30, <laughs> plus the producers. New friends. Um, I'm not here to make friends day. <laughs> I'm here to kiss my friends oh. in bed. <laughs> that took a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> transition. But um, yeah, I think it's just going to get better from here. Um, I love the Colton wears his heart on his sleeve. You can see exactly what he's thinking and feeling. I really am excited to see how that plays out because... One of the reasons, which I keep making this comparison, but Colton reminds me a lot of Sean Lowe, who's my one of my favorite bachelors, probably my favorite bachelor, um, is at the very end, I had no idea which way Sean was going to lean with his choice. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really hoping that at the end of Colton's season, it's obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that sound weird? I just hate when they toy with you and you're like, what is it going to be? Well, and there's been a lot of seasons where it hasn't been clear. The whole Ben saying I love you to two women. The whole Ari yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. 
I wonder if Colton will say I love you to more than one woman. Ooh. That'll be interesting. I feel I like don't he think won't. he will. No. I think he's going to be really, really deliberate with his choice, but I hope so. And I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, they go to Thailand next week. Will he kiss Heather? Yes. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's like not a bad kiss for either of them. I think he'll he'll show her the way. <laughs> yeah, clearly he's a good kisser. I mean, we all see it. Yeah. I'm really excited. Until next week. Yay! This has been All Paired Up. We'll be back. Follow us on All Paired Up Pod on Instagram. Yeah.